Hello Forever Fulham listeners, welcome back to another podcast as today we'll be reviewing a bitterly disappointing loss on our return against Brentford and we'll be looking ahead to our upcoming match at Ellen Road in Leeds. I'm John Bahat. Hello everyone, yes, today we'll be looking back at that. You could say bad game, but you could say good game against Brentford and then looking forward to that really important, crucial game away at Leeds at Ellen Road and I'm a bit nervous, Rocco, because they do have Osama Bin Laden behind them. We did see that the other day on Leeds United's Instagram. But apart from that, I think we should get on with how we thought the Brentford game went. And Rocco, like, just explain to everyone listening how you actually thought the game uh, went. To be honest, it was our first game in three months. And I did expect quite a slow, lousy performance because they're probably not at their full fitness. But... I didn't think they were too bad until the last 20 minutes where we kind of fell apart. I thought we were quite good. Like, first half, we Bobby Reed hit the bar. We kind of dominated the game. Mitrovic had a header. He had an offside goal ruled out. Ruled out. And um, we weren't bad. But when uh, Brentford, like, probably like 70 minutes on, when they started attacking, I think I could sense a goal coming. And eventually they scored two at the death. And I, I just think... We just had the wrong tactics. We took Harrison Reed off, which was a big mistake for me. And we just, I think Parker made the wrong, wrong subs and it just kind of showed his inexperience. But it's our first game back and you can't really expect much more. I think Leeds lost as well. So it's not like that. What about you? Yeah, I, I think it's kind of, to be honest, that game against Brentford, coming back, I actually thought we played fantastically. Um, I think, uh, obviously, Harrison Reed coming inside and we can talk about that later in the podcast on how we thought the team, how we thought Scott Parker brought out a different side, let's say, with Harrison Reid and there coming back for injury. I thought he played amazingly and I think he should have got man of the match for Fulham, not necessarily the whole game because obviously in the last minutes, Fulham were really pushing for that goal and we were, we were almost there with Bobby Reid slicing the ball and hitting the crossbar in the first half and we were almost there in the second half. But obviously our, uh, our all-out attack, let's say, um, led to us having no one at the back and silly mistakes uh, in defence causing Brentford to score. Um, mm. I think it was kind of either Brentford played actually played very, very well as well. And it was a good contest. I was thinking it was going to be nil-nil until uh, our defence made those um, slip-ups. Um, and to be honest, um, I think my man of the match was probably goes to Emilia, Emiliano for Brentford after yeah. him coming on scoring that second goal. I thought he made a massive impact. And I think what one really good thing was is that Ben Rama and Watkins, they weren't really heard of in the match, to be honest. Our defence dealt with them really, really well uh, until those last couple of minutes. Yeah, I was a bit surprised by um, the lineup, like the starting lineup. I, I expected, I didn't expect Cabano to start, which is, I think it was his second, first, like, league start. And... Cabano, that was a bit of a strange... Harrison Reed, which I was delighted with. And yeah. for me, I just I was a bit confused to why Kamara wasn't in the squad. He might have been injured. He might have been on the coronavirus. But yeah. uh, what were your thoughts on Cabano and Knockout? I thought maybe Cavalero could have started instead. Yeah, I think, I think we could have gone with Cavalero starting because obviously coming back from these really strange times, no one really knew who was going to perform. I think Cavalero would have been more of a solid option because we kind of know how good he's been this season, whereas Cabano can be a bit on and off. But 
when Cabana has come on in some games this season, he has made a massive impact, kind of like Kamara. He's he's quick on the ball. He's got a good touch. He can get past players. He's very slick. He's skillful, and at the end, he can cross it in, and Mitrovic is there to head it. But yeah, I think it was uh, maybe. Should... Yeah, what were you gonna say? Uh, the thing for me, Cavallero is much better starting than coming off the bench. So I think if Cavallero starts and Cavallero gets tired, he's much more of a starter and Cabano is the one that adds that energy at the end of the game. So I thought if we just started Cavallero and brought Cabano on when we were losing, it would have been better. Yeah, I think Cabano, yeah, you're right. It was it was a bad choice to start him because I think he's more of an impact player. Like Kamara, he is very good, but I think we should bring him on as an early sub because he is very good and he can surprise teams. But that was strange how Kamara was inside. I don't think he was ill because um, looking at his Instagram, he's all over the shop with his Lakers stops <laughs> and his sneakers and all this fashion. But um, I do think that it was annoying that he couldn't be in the side um, on Saturday for whatever reason. I think we should talk about the young player who came on, uh, Jasper. He, I thought yeah. he was, he was, he was very good. Yeah, well, um, he only played for about what, five minutes maybe, ten minutes max. But yeah. uh, I'm really, it's really good for the youngsters to come out. I just think we need to bring more youngsters on because apparently O'Reilly might be leaving at the end of the season because I just don't think we give enough of a chance for them. Either loan them out so they can play football, but don't just keep them in reserves because I think it's a bit limiting. But it was great to see Jasper start. And I think him and Stanfield could be both be like future Fulham strikers. You never know. Yeah, yeah, you really don't know. But because you've got kind of like an old, experienced side, so solid, we can't really fit in these young mm. players. But I think we kind of need these young players because I think they can work well with... I think if we had Cabano and we had another young player like Jay Stansfield, obviously we're not going to play him instead of Mitrovic, I think they could work well together. Because I think we've got kind of two different sides of Fulham. We've got the quick attacking side like Cabano, Kamara, Knockart, and then we've kind of got the slower, more possession side like Mitrovic up top, yeah. or like you know the older, more experienced players. Um, but I think we should try and get them in. Like with Matt O'Reilly, as you said, could be leaving at the end of the season. That would be a big loss to Fulham because he's got a lot of potential. Like you lost Harvey Elliott, who had massive potential. But I, I think overall it was um, a good performance at Brentford. Yeah, so I'm going to start talking about the great player, Harrison Reed. Yeah. Who, for me, was outstanding. I just thought over, he was all over the pitch, all over the interceptions. And his, his distribution was really good as well. And I just thought he brought all the life to the Fulham team. Yeah, for me as well, I think he all the life to the Fulham team as you said uh, I think he with his hair he also brought the light with his ginger hair <laughs> nah, but he was he was absolutely uh, fantastic to have at CDM I think he's a very quality player and he's very lucky with the qualities he's had because he's he's short he's quick like a uh, ginger ginger and Yester, as we call him but as well he can defend and teams don't expect that I think he was really good I think we should head over to Ellen Road and yeah, talk about the just... United game I was going to say one last point about Brentford. For me, when we start losing, we can't just put loads of attackers on the pitch like we did on Saturday because, as, as, as you saw, they just go on the counter and score. So I think Parker needs to have more of a plan on what he's doing because 
Brian, yes, he's a good defender, but he attacks, but he doesn't really, he's more of an attacking player and he can't really defend that well. And I just yeah. think when we're losing, we need to be a bit more sensible, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I know what you mean. Definitely, we need to be sensible. And I think we need to be sensible at Ellen Road because it's going to be an absolutely <laughs> massive game. Obviously, it was brilliant that Leeds lost um, at the weekend because it brings them into bad form into this game. Um, and I think we still kind of, with the way they performed in their first match, no one really knows how those first matches are meant to tell how a team's going to play. But I think it's promising for Fulham, don't you think? Yeah, well, <laughs> they lost 2 like us against Cardiff. Apparently, they dominated the game as usual, classic Leeds. They yeah. just bottle it. They dominate the game, but just bottle it with their defence. And that's it. For me, it's we have to win this and chance <laughs> of getting automatics because if Leeds win this there's no chance if we draw I just can't see us getting seven points in what maybe seven games it's just I think it's too much of a challenge but a win could get us right back in it and Leeds as you as we've seen the last few years they when they're under pressure they was possible yeah and I think that obviously when it was quite funny when Leeds did play Cardiff away Patrick Bamford was on the line and blocked his player's own shot into an open goal which was quite funny um, but anyway, I think away at Ellen Road, we're lucky with no fans because obviously Leeds would have probably outsung all our Fulham away fans because they've got great support, especially with Bin Laden there as a cardboard cutter. But I think they have some; they had some great support, but in silence, there's going to be no support from Leeds United. Um, I think it's going to be a really tough game for Fulham and I don't see anything more than a draw for Fulham. I see a one-all, one-all draw or Leeds um, winning. I think I'm going to go with one or draw. Um, and I'm just going to quickly say my starting lineup. then I'll hand over to you, Rocco. I, I think we won't start Cabano. we start Cavalera instead of Cabano. Otherwise, yeah. the team is complete and it's the same as last week. What about... Um, i probably start... Uh, if Kamara's on, if Kamara's fit and ready, I'd definitely start Kamara. Even, not even as an impact sub. I think he's just so important because... I think when you got the last few games, we just need powerful players that can scare defenders. And that's all really that matters at the moment, I think. And about your point about uh, no fans at Ellen Road, I thought yeah. it, it's it's definitely an advantage for Fulham because they don't have all that, that hostile atmosphere to go to. But sometimes you get less pressure from the, uh, the Leeds fans <laughs> when there's no fans, which means maybe Leeds might be a bit more relaxed because when... Leads start losing, the fans go like it gets really nervous, and fans just know what's going to happen. So there's good and bad things for Leeds. Yeah, yeah, there is good and bad things. But Rocco, who do you think the starting? How do you think not? Oh yeah, so I probably start Kamara instead of Knockout on the right wing. Yeah. Um, Cavalero, I'd start instead of Cabano with Mitrovic up front. Uh, Harrison Reed definitely with Kenny and Bobby Reed the same. Actually, maybe Hansen instead of Bobby Reed. I think Johansson, he's a bit more defensive, and I think against Leeds, we'll need we'll need a bit of backup more in defence. And yeah, the same everywhere else. Yeah, cool. I think my my if I wanted my the lineup I want is more like your lineup, Rocco. But I I don't think Scott Parker has the mindset and has has the balls to be honest to change it because mm. I don't think he wants to mark anything up this week against a really important game. I think that about wraps up the podcast, doesn't it, Rocco? Yeah, I was just going to say my short score prediction. Yours is 1-1, of course. Um, yeah. 
I'm I'm really I'm really sorry to say this. <laughs> I think Leeds are going to win. I just and I, I think this is going to be our last chance. I I hate being pessimistic, but I'm going for two one Leeds. But oh. Bamford's definitely going to score. That's the good thing. Bamford's always yeah. going to bottle it. Yeah, but obviously uh, Leeds have got some great players. Um, and I think that wraps up the podcast. So thank you for listening, for from listeners. Don't forget to go on to Instagram because we're losing followers at the moment and go and follow us at forever underscore Fulham. We are better than the Peter Crouch podcast. So come here and listen to the podcast. <laughs> Don't go to Peter Crouch because everyone knows that. And Rocco, would you like to sign it off for us? You whites. Uh...